22nd day of the month. In Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19-20 through 20. Be at peace among yourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 13. The seventh beatitude, happy the peacemakers, they shall be called sons and daughters of God. One of the world's most coveted honors is the Nobel Peace Prize, and one of the world's most popular prayers begins, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. How ironic, then, that we seldom think it is our calling to be peacemakers. On day eight, we looked at the nature of peace, but today we look at the mission given to us to bring about reconciliation wherever we encounter alienation from God or discord between humans. Do we too often assume that our assignment is to stay out of it when we encounter strained relationships? Sometimes that may be true, except that always we are to pray for reconciliation and always we are to avoid any action that exacerbates the problem, particularly the carrying of tales from one side of the conflict to the other and participation in gossipy misrepresentation and exaggeration, both of which fuel the fires of animosity. But peacemaking is more than passivity. God actively engaged in peacemaking in the Incarnation. So surely, those who are to be known as daughters and sons of this God are called to be active in passing the peace. That latter phrase may be a helpful clue. Most congregations these days have a segment in the worship service called the passing of the peace. Too often it is perfunctory, merely an exercise in polite civility, detached from any concrete action in daily life. So here's a suggestion that may make it more meaningful and at the same time may make you more aware of your calling to be an ambassador for Christ. Every time you exchange the peace with others in a worship service, quietly say to yourself, God calls me to be a peacemaker at every opportunity available to me. Opening Prayer O God, author of peace and its most active proponent, so greatly did you desire the reconciliation of all things to you, that in Christ you assumed the humility of an earthly existence, indeed the humiliation of death by public execution. Give me grace to risk comfort and status in order that others may be at peace with you and with one another. In this cause, strengthen me through this time of devotion today, through Christ who offers perfect peace to all. Amen. Psalm 122 When they said, Let's go to the house of God, my heart leaped for joy. And now we're here, O Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem's walls. Jerusalem, well-built city, built as a place for worship. The city to which the tribes ascend, all God's tribes go up to worship, to give thanks to the name of God. This is what it means to be Israel. Thrones for righteous judgment are set there, famous David thrones. Pray for Jerusalem's peers. Prosperity to all you Jerusalem lovers. Friendly insiders, get along. Hostile outsiders, keep your distance. For the sake of my family and friends, I say it again, live in peace. 
for the sake of the house of our God, God, I'll do my very best for you. From the prophet Malachi, chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel through Malachi. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. Then if I am a father, where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my respect, says the Lord of hosts to you? O priest who despise my name. But you say, how have we despised your name? You are presenting defiled food upon my altar. But you say, how have we defiled you? In that you say, the table of the Lord is to be despised. But when you, when you present the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you present the lame and sick, is it not evil? Why not offer it to your governor? Would he be pleased with you, or would he receive you kindly, says the Lord of hosts? By now will you not entreat God's favor that he may be gracious to us? With such an offering on your part, will he receive any of you kindly, says the Lord of hosts? Oh, that there were one among you who would shut the gates, that you might not uselessly kindle fire on my altar. I'm not pleased with you, says the Lord of hosts, nor will I accept an offering from you. For from the rising of the sun even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense is going to be offered to my name, and a grain offering that is pure. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. But you are profaning it, in that you say the table of the Lord is defiled, and as for its fruit, its food is to be despised. You also say, My, how tiresome it is, and you disdainly sniff at it, says the Lord of hosts, and you bring what was taken by robbery and what is lame or sick, so you bring the offering. Shall I receive that from your hand, says the Lord? But cursed be the swindler who has a male in his flock and vows it, but sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, and my name is feared among the nations. From the book of James, chapter 3, verse 13, through the twelfth verse of the fourth chapter. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds and the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. The wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every evil thing. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without hypocrisy. And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is it not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members? You lust and do not have, so you commit murder. You are envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that Scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us, but he gives a greater grace. Therefore it says, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be miserable and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to the mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. 
Do not speak against one another, brethren. He who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you who judge your neighbor? From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. While he was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him, and they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go, and show yourselves to the priest. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by David Chapman, who was a district chair. God, the Holy Spirit, through the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, you have taught us that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. Strengthen and deeper our commitment to revealing your kingdom through our lives and by our prayers. Grant us, we pray, wisdom to discern signs of your kingdom in the world around us, wherever grace, mercy, and truth are present. Enable us to discover, even in unexpected places, the beauty of holiness revealed in personal acts of compassion and sacrifice. Empower all people of goodwill to work towards establishing social structures and relationships that embody justice and peace through the faithful endeavor of us and all your people. May your kingdom come, your will be done. Amen. The Lord's Prayer traditional text. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.